0: guys so tonight's podcast is going to be called functioning in a frenzy and I'm speaking louder than I usually am at this time of the night because well I don't really need to explain it I just feel like I should that's just my personality uh my mom's out for the weekend so she's celebrating her birthday um with her special someone and that's awesome and I'm I got the, the place to myself and I'm able to enjoy my Friday night with my sister's bunny who is just fantastic company because she just wants to come out and play but yeah uh, she's kind of destructive so I'm just gonna leave her in there and I let her out for today anyway so she's had her fill of fun but today I'm reading Functioning in a Frenzy so here we go. Like being in a tornado, underwater, unable to breathe, scared that I missed something. I have nothing to grab a hold of, so I struggle to find my way out. Even with the chaos building up around me, I am still functioning, still living, to try and make sense of it. I like that poem a lot because it's... It is me. I do function well in a frenzy. Uh I feel like sometimes I work better under pressure and sometimes I don't, you know. And I say you know a lot. <laughs> it's just pers- it's just kind of part of my personality. But what are you gonna do? You can't really change the person you are. I've adapted to it. And I do think that I am somebody who does function well in a frenzy. I do if you hear that noise, that's that's buttons. My sister's bunny. She's very anxious to come out and play at this time. But it's because she sees me and I haven't gotten to bed yet. And she just wants to play. And it's not playtime. It's bedtime. But when I wrote Functioning in a Frenzy, I was thinking, how am I going to explain how I get through the day? I'm high-functioning. High-functioning as... In a way to describe it, I function well even with all of my health issues, you know. Some people underplay things because they think that they're not as bad as other people's issues. Because, like, I can say that I've dealt with emotional trauma and mental trauma. No physical trauma. But then I look at someone else and they have a lot of physical trauma. And then I think mine doesn't matter as much. So, that's part of the frenzy in my poem. And I do function well during those situations. Not anymore, you know, that kind of stuff is not a part of my life anymore. Because I cut it all out. The People who cause those kinds of things to happen, I, I don't have them in my life anymore. Um, they're estranged. Or I just don't talk to them at all. I cut the ties. And that's the best thing to do during those situations. And being able to be somebody who functions during a frenzy is, I want to say, a very good skill. And it's underplayed because people think that their issues aren't as serious as as serious as serious other people's issues. And that's the problem we seem to have. We think because our issues are just small, you know, like me. I have a few different health issues on my side. I have epilepsy since 2013, uh, actually 2012, um, insomnia, depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, and with all those things, I'm still able to function, and those are part of my frenzy, you know, those are all contributing parts of my frenzy, and I'm able to get through the day. I get up every morning, this is how I start my morning every morning. I get up. I have coffee that helps me to function. Wakes me up. I brush my teeth. I decide what I'm gonna eat, make something, I figure out a plan for my for my day, what I'm gonna do, and then I go about the rest of my day doing those things. And it feels good to be able to function even with all those things swirling around me, you know? They're not as bad as they used to be because I'm on the right medication now. And for a while, for a very long time, for, I want to say... Seven years? That's a long time. (laughs) I wasn't on the right medication. And that's where I was going wrong. That's why I kept... That's why I kept ending up in situations where... I was in. It's something I never talk about on here because I feel like people will look at me differently or pity me or be angry with me because my life is important and it's precious, you know? But I feel like I better relate to people because then they know that they're not alone and that this can happen to anybody. So I function well in a frenzy as far as people know I seem normal. You know, I seem fine, I seem happy, I'm supportive and friendly, I'm there, you know. Even if I'm acquaintance to you and I'm not really a a friend or a best friend, I'm still there. I try to be, at least. And it's because I know how feeling alone can feel. For a very long time, I had no one to talk to. I didn't trust anybody. I still don't. I I give information I feel like I can give. I don't give all of myself because I did that a few times and it's got me stabbed in the back. So when I say I function well in a frenzy, I mean, oh, I mean that I have been the person who was undiagnosed with bipolar disorder for so long. And I didn't know why I was ending up in mental behavioral facilities four times over in the past. Let's see, 2014 till now? Seven years. In the past seven years, I've been in four mental behavioral facilities. And I don't talk about it, you know. My family knows about it, obviously. Very, very close best friends know about it. But I keep it on lock and key because I feel like people will look at me differently and judge me, you know. Make me feel like... Your life is precious, why would you do that? It's important, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. And I'm aware of that, I know that. And at the time, I knew that. I just, I didn't think I was just in such a low place. I was functioning in a frenzy. I was able to get up and do the simple things I was supposed to do. I went to work like everybody else. I made money like everybody else. I, I tried driving like everybody else, but got in a car accident. Was too afraid to drive anymore so I stopped driving and I still don't drive for that reason and because of other health issues I just don't drive. Uh, one day I know I have to you know but right now that's not what I'm thinking about because where I live I can actually walk to a job if I need to and that's fine for now and the thing is when people function in a frenzy they're really good at hiding all of the things that are going wrong with them you know, And I don't hide the things that are going on with me now because there's nothing really going wrong. I get anxious most mornings because I'm like, oh, what do I have to do for today? And my list gets so long for the things I have to do, I get overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh, crap. Now I don't want to do anything because I have too many things in my list. I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. And sometimes it feels like I am. But then I have to remember where my faith comes from. And literally, my faith. I mean, everybody believes in who they want to believe and what they believe in. But my faith is literally what's gotten me through everything. Through every time I've been to a behavioral facility. And you can guess what's got me there. Just put two and two together. And you're kind of probably wondering well, how do you have faith and you've been in that situation a few different times? Well,. I've I never really thought about it, and I have two tattoos now that kind of remind me of where I've been, and I'm very secretive about you know me and you know my emotions and my tattoos and stuff. I don't feel the need to put it on Facebook. I don't feel the need to post it anywhere. You know, it's just my things, my personal stuff. If you see them, you see them. If you don't, you don't. One of my tattoos is Psalms fifty-six, three, and it has. You know, silhouettes of birds and it means the verse says whenever I'm afraid I'll put my trust in you and I love that one because it reminds me to have faith and to trust even when I can't see what's going on around me or what's next my other tattoo we got recently is a cross and the semicolon everybody knows what the semicolon means and basically it means you know life will go on And it's kind of like a reminder for people who've tried to end their lives, you know. And people with mental health awareness. Basically mental health awareness. And that's where I stand. I function in a frenzy. I know how to get through the hard times even when I don't want to. And that's kind of where my strength comes from. I can function even with everything crazy going going on around me. And... I'm sure I'm not the only one who can hide it so well, you know. It's rough and I'm not a doctor, you know, I can't say I mean, you need to go talk to somebody. I do recommend though that if you're somebody who functions in, functions in a frenzy and you hide it so well, nobody seems to ask you what's going on, what's wrong, and you feel like something's wrong and you need to talk to someone. I recommend you do because there were so many times in the situations I've been in, in the four mental behavior hospitals I've been in, not for obviously not for hurting anybody, um, myself. Um, I just recommend that you talk to somebody. Even if you think that they're going to judge you or if they're not going to listen, give them more credit than that, you know. Someone will listen. Someone will help you get therapy if you need it. I'm not pushing it. I'm just saying if you think you need help, get it. Don't dysfunction in a frenzy and let it consume you, you know, because it's it's a bitch. It'll eat you up and spit you out. And I never want to hear that even just acquaintances, people just in my life that I don't... Talk to on a normal basis have disappeared or you know harmed themselves or or someone else I just that that would be terrible so if you're somebody who functions in a frenzy, you know what I'm talking about, and I hope you can relate and I hope this struck a chord with you, and I hope that me opening up wasn't a mistake because in the past it has been. hope you guys understand you get it. You get help if you need it because I'm getting help I'm not ashamed of that I'm I'm managed now all my things are managed I'm fine under extreme amounts of stress yeah my seizures can come back um they can strike up when they feel like it it's kind of coin toss but and that's that's just what I've become used to I'm fine with it I made my peace with it and <laughs> there's certain things I can't do uh Make funny noises around my mom because she freaks out. She worries that something's gonna happen because I always make weird noises, weird noises before I collapse and blackout. Don't remember what happened the time, from the time I collapse to the time I wake up in the hospital. Um, so I recommend that if you're somebody who functions well in a frenzy, that you talk to somebody about it. Anybody who will listen, because left untreated. You will become that tornado that's on fire. And you don't want that. Trust me, I didn't. But I had nobody to talk to. That's what led me, that's part of what led me to the situations I've been in in the past. And I'm glad that I, I have people now. So I'm thankful for that. And it's a great Friday night. It's 30 minutes almost until uh, the next day, and I hope it made a difference in someone's life just by doing this podcast. But if not, I feel like I did something anyway, and nobody can change my mind about that. So Monday's podcast, on a a lighter note, uh, Monday's podcast is going to be very interesting. It's going to be something I like to call... Something, is, it's going to be revealed on Monday. It's, I have to come up with some stuff for the next week, but I'll definitely have something for Monday. It's undecided right now. For right now, we're just going to call it imperfect. Yeah, it's an imperfect work of art, and I'll tell you guys more on Monday. So thanks for tuning in, and thanks for listening to my podcast.